Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses, and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Ella Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a mat marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the Direct Response Podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the awesome good fortune to be interviewing Nicole Arbor. Nicole is one of the most followed people in the world on social media, certainly the most viewed, over 300 million video views. She is an absolutely incredibly hilarious comedian. She is controversial. She is irreverent. She says the things we all wish we could say, and I am thrilled to have her on the show. Nicole, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Let's go back in time a little bit. Um, What inspired you to create the Nicole Arbor we know and love and follow today? (laughs) <laughs> I didn't even create me. I'm just me. Um, basically, I had done stand-up for years, and I had done a lot of TV stuff in Canada, and I was recruited to be a YouTuber. And after I was a YouTuber, uh, doing it kind of their way, which is more kind of kid-focused to me and more carbon copying what other YouTubers are doing with challenges and stuff like that, I went to see Kevin Hart and his live stand-up show had an epiphany while I was sitting there going, there's nothing that he's doing right now that I can't do. And I looked at that stadium, and I'm like, I can do this. Okay, let's go. Let's do this. The next day, I made my dear Instagram model video, and I believe it got around uh, 20 million views right away. And I just kept on going by staying to my comedic voice, mixing it with marketing that I know from working with big companies like Nike and Virgin Mobile, and mixing it with my old stand-up styles. And that's how I kept going. That is absolutely incredible, and you've come so far in such a short period of time. What would you say, I mean, there are obviously many, many, but let's go back a little bit. I mean, you said you were recruited to be a YouTuber. Who were you recruited by, and what did they originally want from you, and did they realize that you was what they were getting? Um, It was like a YouTube MCN, like one of the really big MCNs. And they just reached out and they knew my stuff from the TV shows I was on in Canada and said, hey, we think that you would make a great YouTuber. And I'm like, what's a YouTuber? (laughs) And then they kind of explained it to me, um, had me at a couple of YouTube events to kind of see what's out there. 
And what I realized is I'm the opposite of what's out there. And me doing anything but being the opposite of what out there what's out there is not genuine, and the audience can feel that, and I can feel that. And it wasn't fun to try and pretend I'm a children's entertainer. So the second that I switched to me, everything worked out much better. <laughs> As you know. Ab- absolutely. Authenticity is key. Now, you mentioned that oh, yeah. so you've done so many things right. In addition to obviously being really, really funny, you've also, I mean, there are lots of funny people we've never heard of. So you not only were in the perfect place at the perfect time, but put the perfect marketing behind it. You mentioned companies like Nike and Virgin Mobile. Can you talk a little bit about your marketing experience pre-YouTube and then how you applied that to grow so fast? Sure. So basically, I've created some of the biggest and award-winning, which is really cool, great teams, um, marketing and ad campaigns, especially branded entertainment for people like people like Nike and Virgin Mobile. Uh, Virgin Mobile, I gave them their first viral video ever, which was viral before viral was a viral thing. <laughs> so 2008, we had a million views on one day on a, a video called Slutty Claws. So basically took uh, the idea of Mrs. Claus, and which which would be funny, but Mrs. Claus's version of the North Pole, but I was the second Mrs. Claus. So I'm the second wife, and I'm Slutty Claus. And we just did it in a really funny, irreverent way. They let me go crazy, which tends to work out when you just let artists, like, do what they know is going to work. And that got a million views in a day, which was awesome. And then I went on to work with people like Corona, um, Molson Canadian, um, I've done stuff with Harley Davidson, just a ton of awesome big brands that I helped create viral content for and large branded uh, branded entertainment campaigns. And then when it was time for me to relaunch my comedy the way that I wanted to, I literally just took things the exact same way that I would for a brand and launched myself. So every single thing was on purpose. Um, I actually used the strategy of baseball, which a lot of people laugh at now, Um so basically, the first video I put out was uh, knocked it out of the park really quick, and that was the Instagram model video, just to get people's attention, like, hey, pay attention to this team. And the second one, I hit a single, and then I hit a double on purpose, and then I bunted right before the Dear Fat People video. And I posted a photo on my Instagram the day before I put up Dear Fat People of Babe Ruth pointing to the outfield, just so no one could ever say that it was an accident. And then I put out Dear Fat People, which knocked all the other videos around in views. And then I just kept reloading the bases. And, you know, I've used a lot of different marketing techniques that I use with companies as well that uh, a lot of them are truth-based, that, you know, things that are relatable, that come from truth, that people – things that people can relate to, and it's real life. And there's a lot of fake going on in the world right now, and especially in marketing. So when I bring it back to real things that real people talk about – it tends to resonate really well because we're all just people at the end of the day. Very, very true. Uh, I've got so many writer downers just from that answer. What did, what do you think your, I mean, you have taken one of the, one of the, our marketing principles and done it very well, which is you're, you're incredibly polarizing as you should be. People will either love you or if they fall into the groups that you're targeting, perhaps be repelled by you. And they're the wrong people anyway. Yeah. So I'm assuming yeah. as a comedian you would do that on purpose. Yeah. It's all on purpose. Um, and then it, that's it's, actually it's, a funny thing to me. <laughs> Some people think it's by accident. It's like, no, no, this has all been on purpose. 
That is beautiful. And you've done something a lot of people haven't been able to do, which is you've taken quote-unquote new media that turned into quote-unquote real-world media after the fact. So, for example, uh, talk a little bit. You took um, you mentioned the Dear Fat People video, which got you on The View. So talk a little bit about Talk a little bit about that. Uh, well, that video got 47 million views, which was great. Lots of good stuff in there. And it was very polarizing, and it started a massive debate, which is something I aim to do with a bunch of my videos. Is I want, Like you said, I want you to be on one side or the other. There's no middle ground. Let's start a debate. Let's talk about real subjects in a real way. And I was, I was on stuff across the world. I was on BBC in the U.K., I was invited to The View. I was on The View uh, discussing that video. I was on tons of talk shows and radio shows and um, Sirius XM and the comedy, like the big comedy stations and a lot of stuff. So I got a lot of the calls from the mainstream media to talk about the videos because, as we know, social media is media now. So the crossover is there, and it was really cool the way that it all worked out. And it still does, and I get to talk, you know, on awesome podcasts like this, and then I do a TV interview, or I, I get invited to the Wendy Williams show and have invites from a lot of other really big shows that are great, too, and I'm working on TV projects now, which is awesome. That is absolutely incredible, which segues perfectly into my next question. So there are a lot of people <laughs> who get, uh, you know, social media attention but don't do anything with it, and not only did you do it all on purpose, can you share with us a little bit about how you're monetizing it and turning that into a real business? Oh, sure. Yeah, it's been a real business from day one. Um, I'm monetized, obviously, the simple ways, which are on YouTube and Facebook. Um, Google AdSense is wonderful to me. I love it. Um, but I do a ton of work with sponsors and sponsored campaigns, sponsored ads. Uh, one, for example, I put a video, uh, why dating is, can I swear? I don't know. I'll say why dating is esque. <laughs> yes, and I then, love that uh, one. Even though I've been married for 12 years, it's hilarious. Yay, that's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, I put out why dating is esque, and on purpose, the next video was um, a branded campaign for the dating app Happened. So what we did was I put out that video, and then the vi- a couple days later, I put out the video that was an ad for Happen with your dating solution. That video, which was 100% an ad, went viral based on people liking the Why Dating is F video and then having similar content in the next one. So I presented the problem in Why Dating is F, and then we came in with the solution, uh, which is your dating solution, which was the Happen app. And that video itself, which was 100% an ad, went viral over 5 million views. I think it's at 5.8 right now in a day. And that, like, obviously the app was very happy. The downloads were astronomical for them, and now we have an ongoing partnership. And I do really cool stuff like that with a lot of companies that if, they, if they're willing to think out of the box and, like, way out of the box, then we can deliver something really cool for them that actually reaches the people they want to reach, which for me, it's like everyone that I work with is in that 18 to 35-year-old kind of market is my main chunk of people. And we know how to reach them, and we know how to reach them well, because we mean it. And I only talk about things and products that I actually believe in and that I would like to use myself. And I think that's keeping it authentic again. And it's, we have a track record over here at Go Team that uh, we don't miss because we believe in it and we make stuff that we think is funny, we think people will like, and only work with products that we think other people will enjoy too. That is absolutely incredible because you really hit 
the mother load of the blend between content and commerce and taking content, like in this case, the dating video, which feeds into the commerce of the ad to the point where people either don't know the difference or they don't even care. And just because of the previous video that set them up, they're predisposed to listen to whatever you tell them as opposed to watching Matthew McConaughey do a Buick commercial and everybody in the world knows there's no way he's driving a Buick. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, thanks for noticing that. But I was, I was saying that yeah to the the Buick thing because it's commercials are stupid. Uh, I don't <laughs> understand. Is that That's it. We're a marketing company, more? so we need your next. We need to hire you and get your next video to be <laughs> why commercials are stupid, which sets up an ad for us. That why commercials are stupid? Commercials are stupid, and I don't understand why companies invest into them at all anymore. Um, I, I'm super lucky. I get to do talks on panels for you know, large crowds of CEOs of different companies, and I've spoken on panels on behalf of YouTube and di- different large, cool panels to all people, but I'm saying stop paying for commercials. It's stupid. You can't guarantee eyes. Most people fast-forward through commercials. Most people are not looking at billboards. We're looking at our phones. Unfortunately, even when people are driving, they're still looking at their phones for ways or directions or whatever it is. No one's looking at your billboard. So, People are looking online. People are looking at videos online. The best thing to do is to create a feeling, as we know from advertising and marketing, and give them something fun. Give them a piece of content that they like. Just, like, entertain them, actually. Like, give them something and attach your brand to that good feeling. That's the smartest way to do it. Um, I just did something cool with uh, Fitzy as well, where the Dear Fat People One Year Later follow-up video uh, was sponsored by Fitzy, and we gave away thousands in cash and prizes to people who used that video as inspiration and a year later have lost a ton of weight. Wow. And we skyped, I, how cool, huh? It was, it that was is so cool. It was brilliant. So cool. I love it. Thank you. It, it felt really good. I had chills the whole time we did it. And I secret That's when you know you're doing people. it right. I didn't know I was going to be there. Yeah. Oh, that makes me happy. Me too. <laughs> That's what we know when we, you know, it's funny because we've had, uh, we had a campaign where, so I try and use, I have three little kids and I try and use, I raise them on, you know, Shark Tank and the Prophet and reading Daddy's marketing books and trying to brainwash them the right way to be entrepreneurs from the beginning. And my nine-year-old son drew a before and after cartoon of a pregnant mom, you know, and then uh, the tummy tuck after she had the baby. And oh for, we used it for a plastic surgeon, a couple plastic surgeons who were clients of ours, and they didn't put enough of a budget behind it. They certainly weren't on the level that you're playing at. But I mean, hundreds and hundreds of people in their target market in their city were like, "Oh, I want. I'm a mommy. I had three kids. I had a C-section. I want a tummy tuck." So it worked better than anything they had ever done before. And it's that thing that nobody's talking about that they should be talking about with personality behind it. I I can't agree more. Thanks. I just think it's a level of being real. I I don't think we have to trick people into buying products anymore. People are smart. You you give them a good feeling. You you be honest with them. You attach something that's cool or fun or an awesome emotion that we like to feel with it. And people will buy the products that go with stuff that they enjoy or people that they like. That's that to me is like it's not sneaky marketing. It's just 
being real marketing. I think it's real. And I think that that's the future of everything because consumers aren't stupid anymore. And I think treating them like they're dumb and trying to trick them into buy your product is a really stupid way to do it. <laughs> I would agree. Now, you have had so much success hitting it, you know, as you mentioned, single, double, home run, um, over and over and over and over again. And I'm wondering any – and you don't have to answer this if you don't want to, but are there any plans, so for example, to create a course or a product for marketers or business entrepreneurs who want to learn how to market the Nicole Arbor way and get better results? That has come up a few times now, especially in the last few weeks, and I'm definitely all about it and open to it. So that's that's definitely something that I'm interested in doing. I want to I share. I would be either first in line to help you create the course or buy it myself. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> what has been the biggest adversity you've had to overcome in your meteoric rise? <laughs> You're funny. Um, do you mean in business or in life life? No, 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 business. Okay, in business – I'd say within the last year of these videos and things like that, or just in business in general, it's definitely being underestimated as a woman and my look versus my brain. Um, I always say that God played a little trick on me and the rest of the world by putting my brain in my body (laughs) and adding this giggle to me too, because I definitely have a very business-minded, marketing-minded oriented person in here, but I look like side chick Barbie. (laughs) So Um, being taken seriously at first was quite difficult, which is another reason that I said, excuse me, it's like, F it, I'm going to blow myself up. Then no one can take credit for my work anymore. No one can say that somebody else was behind this. It was me and my iPhone and my laptop and my wall in my kitchen. And that's it. (laughs) I was going to ask where the videos were shot. So that that is the wall in the kitchen. So have you since graduated to, let's say, a bigger studio, any or any plans to, I mean, your production, but I mean, the content is incredible. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, well, it depends what video it is, but uh, I do, like, the things I'm working on right now, there's TV-focused stuff, there's a lot of bigger budget productions that I'm working with other companies as well. I'm shooting a music video here in L.A. next week, and that's a much larger production at a $40 million mansion with a tiny pony, by the way. There's a tiny pony that wears a unicorn <laughs> horn. I really like him. <laughs> awesome. His name is Jack, and he thinks he's a unicorn. I, I appreciate that he dreams big. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, the, the team has definitely grown. Uh, I actually have a team now and production team, and when we're working with clients, there's definitely a full team behind us now. Uh, There's so many moving parts and so many awesome partners that had to expand, which is a great problem to have. So I do have a production team now and different affiliates with us and a full team with me. So as we expand, we continue to expand, and I love to expand all the way into feature films and stuff like that too. That would be awesome. If we know anybody in Hollywood, we'll certainly rec- we'll certainly send them your way. How much of your traffic on your in your views? How much is organic versus? Are are you doing any paid, you know, Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Instagram ads to drive more views and more subscribers? I don't do any ads at all. I've never wow. done any ads. Um, my second video has happened. I know that they put a boost on it, but boosts do not equal views. They just equal impressions. So that conversion isn't really there. Uh, That was just they wanted to open to a market 
in, uh, I can't remember which country, it was a specific country they were trying to target, but I've never boosted any of my stuff myself. That is absolutely incredible. And there are potentially some Thanks. people around the planet who, ha- who, are li- who haven't heard of you yet that we could possibly reach. What is Yay. the best advice you've ever gotten? Um, be ready so you don't have to get ready. I like that one. And go team. Uh, that's it. That's advice, but that's also my motto. And I very firmly believe that cheerleading can get you to and through anything, and you should cheer for other people the way you cheer for yourself. Success is best shared. We're not in competition. It's co-opetition. And someone else being awesome doesn't mean you can't be awesome too. So if we all cheer for each other the way we want to be cheered for, we're all going to rise, and it's going to be great for everybody. So go team. That is beautiful. What are Thanks. um who are three people that you are looking up to, you are either reading or listening to or following to watch what they're doing and learn from them? Um, definitely Tony Robbins. I like I love what he does, not only not only the messaging that he delivers, um, I just like the seminars and the way that things are set up. I, I really like watching him and his kind of stuff. Um, I love watching Wayne Dyer videos. At nighttime, I listen to Wayne Dyer. It just kind of resets me and lets me refocus kind of on what's important and simple lessons like he has a funny story about walking down a street and then he falls, you fall in a hole. And then on day two, you come back or day, the year two, you walk down the street, you look at the hole, you fall in the hole, you get at the hole. And eventually, you just walk down a different street that doesn't have a hole in it. And it's just about, you know, learn the lessons faster and changing stuff like that. Um, but I found myself attracting really awesome entrepreneurs out here in L.A. and different people at seminars. And I was actually out with the um, Dollar Beard Club guys yesterday, and they are freaking awesome. And they're Team Canada as well. Yay, Canada. So I just uh, I just learned from other entrepreneurs that I'm around constantly. And we all just kind of spill our energy and start going crazy, and it's a lot of fun. I learn from everyone I'm around. <laughs> Any chance of Nicole appearing in a Dollar Beard Club viral video, perhaps with a beard on? Oh, that would be awesome, and hells yes. We're, we're definitely talking about uh, doing some collaborations together for sure. But perhaps there should be, like, a Dollar Shave Club lip-off for ladies, for their legs. Ooh, that's possible. That's possible. I mean, you could have some, well, we'll piss off some more people, but, I mean, you could have some European women who don't shave their legs in the video, and maybe you could, like, run over and force <laughs> shave them or something. I could help them. I could help them get laid. <laughs> <laughs> you could help them do a lot of things, I'm sure. Uh, what <laughs> is, so for, I, I mean, you have, you're doing so much now. What, what are some of, like, your productivity secrets? How do you get so much done in a day? Uh, lack of sleep and coffee, <laughs> um, scheduling, uh, very scheduled. We're actually switching to some new scheduling apps right now because, the te- as I said, the team is growing and there's a lot of stuff going on. So there's that, but literally I work all day, all day, every day. There are so many projects right now and there's so many exciting things that I'm just, I wake up and I, I work out and then I go and I don't stop until I go to sleep. And when I'm having dinners, I'm having it with friends who are also creative or it's a meeting scheduled into that dinner as well. And I'm just hustling 24-7. And they're just, there's no other – you can't switch that out for anything. If you, if you want it, you got to hustle. And 
I hustle all day, every day. Gary Vaynerchuk would agree with you. Awesome. People make excuses constantly for why they're not successful, and it's because they're not doing the work. That's why. They're not doing the work, and their attitude is wrong. I, I work with people. I'm happy. I stay positive, and whatever's not positive, I chop it out, and I just keep hustling, and I just keep going, and I go with my gut. And it, it seems to be working out really well, and I'm really happy with the awesome people I'm attracting into my life. And I'm even on your podcast now, which is awesome, and it just works out when you just work hard. You are too kind. So if the, do you have what type of qualifications do you have in terms of clients who would want to work with you, just in case there's anybody listening who qualifies and wants to participate in your magic? Ooh, that magic, my show. Um, anyone who wants to work with me, if you have a product or a service or something you're looking for help with or consulting as well, you can just uh, reach out to management at nicolearbor.ca. And we can help you out there. It's We work with all different sizes of clients, and we can find different ways to help them within different budgets as well. And we, we generally find a solution for people, and everyone ends up happy. <laughs> that is a beautiful thing. Is there anything else you want to share that I haven't thought to ask you yet? What am I thinking right now? Um, well, the stuff that I'm working on right now, I'm really excited to be releasing my music. That's a huge project that I've been working on out here in L.A., and I rap, and those people won't see it coming because, again, I don't look like anything I do for a living. <laughs> and, that is very true. Uh, yeah, so I'd love to shout out the music. We actually had an event in Vegas a couple weeks ago celebrating 300 million views, and we released the music there as well as a little preview, and people went nuts, which is awesome. And the music's coming out. I just finished writing on a season of What's Up Africa for the BBC World News, which was super fun, too. And uh, now coming up is the music project, more branded awesome stuff, and some TV projects. So that's, that's where we're at. Awesome. Well, we greatly appreciate your very valuable time. Uh, if you've been listening and you're resonating with what Nicole is saying and you want to learn more, if you want to learn more about working with her, management at NicoleArbor.ca. Um, by all means, you should follow her on every social network you can possibly find and watch all of her videos. They are absolutely hilarious. And uh, thank you all for thank listening. You. And, Nicole, thank you again so much for your for your incredible generosity in joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. And go team. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to take500challenge.com. That's www.take500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.